This is Library Nerds with Words, the podcast that gives you the word on all the cool, nerdy happenings at Peter White Public Library and the library universe beyond. From books and concerts to search engines and story times, the library nerds are in and ready to show you that being a nerd can be cool. Get ready, get set, get nerdy. Welcome back to another episode of Library Nerds with Words, the podcast where you get the word on all the cool things happening at Peter White Public Library and the library universe beyond from the people who know it best, library nerds. I'm Marty Ackett, Adult Programming Coordinator for Peter White Public Library, and joining me today for her second visit to the Fortress of Nerddom is Melissa Allen, the head of the Circulation Department here at Peter White. Welcome back, Melissa. I'm super happy to be back, <laughs> You know, I'm so happy to be talking with you again. Well, you know, things are sort of settling down after the holidays, and the Christmas trees from the Winter Wonderland Walk are slowly disappearing. Um, it's it's a time when everybody sort of takes a deep collective breath and looks forward to the coming year. Of course, there's all kinds of things that are still going on at Peter White. Um, the winter reading program is going to be kicking off in youth services. There's movies and concerts and virtual author readings coming up. And of course, the circulation department is always busy helping patrons find what they are looking for. Um, before we get into what's on your mind today, Melissa, we have to do one thing. We have to play another game of Word on the Nerd, my favorite part of the podcast, actually. Um, you know how this goes. I'm going to ask you three library nerd questions, and you have to answer them for the listeners. So, Melissa, are you ready to play? Word on the Nerd. Melissa, this is going to be a little game of Would You Rather. I'm going to ask you three Would You Rather questions, and you have to truthfully answer them. And because we are just starting a new year, all your questions today will have something to do with doing or trying new things. So here's your first question. In this new year, would you, know, would you rather know everything and be a genius or be amazing at every activity you try to do? Oh, this is easy. Okay. I would rather be amazing at everything I try. Really? Okay. Why is that? Uh, because I'm a dabbler. Okay. I've always been this way. I Just from the time I was a kid, I spent a year playing um, clarinet and band. Okay. I spent a year as a cheerleader. I spent a year playing softball. Like <laughs> I jumped around and, you know, it's how I, I found out what I liked and what I didn't like. But if I could um, learn a foreign language knowing I would be amazing at it, that would be so good. Take one year of German, one year of Russian, one year of this, and then you're great. You're amazing. See, and I think that that question, and when I thought about it and I wrote it, I thought, wait a minute. If you're good at everything you do, then you possibly already are a genius. So, you know, you know so I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I, I've always been that kind of person. I, I sort of dabbled too. I think it was my ADHD more than anything else, where it's Absolutely. like, yep. you know, I see a butterfly and I want to go chase that okay. instead of, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I think I would rather be amazing at everything I do as well. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Well, we are both amazing. So there yeah, we go. There you go. So, all right. Second question. In the new year, would you rather have more money 
or would you rather have more time? More time. More time, yeah. really? Yeah, you can have more money, but time is, it feels more precious to me right now. Mm-hmm. I have a little one and yeah. he's growing quick. Mm-hmm. And I just want to slow down the clock <laughs> because, you know, it, it's, uh, he's in elementary school and this age is so much fun. Yeah. It's like, he's really fun to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Um, he is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Although sometimes I don't know if he's, he knows he's joking or if he's, he's not <laughs> intentionally hilarious, but he says stuff that makes you laugh. He's naturally funny. Um, mm-hmm. and I would just love to like, hold on to the yeah. times for yeah. as long as I can. I, I totally get where you're coming from. Cause I have a, 22-year-old, 23, well, she'll be 23 this year, but 22-year-old. And let me tell you, I just think back to the time when she was like five years old and I could do no wrong and she just (laughs) wanted to spend time with me all the time. And now it's like I'm calling her up going, hey, I'll buy you Taco Bell. Do you want to come over for dinner? And she's like, no, I'm busy. I'm going out with so-and-so. Okay, whatever. Yeah, so I totally get that slowing down. It really does. All right, so here's your final question, and I think I know where this one's going to end up. But um, in the new year, would you rather not be able to drink caffeine for the next 365 days or have to eat one jar of pickled herring every day for the next 365 days? You know, the pickled herring, I cannot, I can't do that. (laughs) I can't, I can't. A whole jar every day. Every day. Oh. Is it a healthy thing? Is pickled herring healthy? You know, if you ask the Finns, they're <laughs> going to tell you, yes, it's good for you. It makes Anybody? You <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I just see jars of it in like the stores and I look at it and I go, I just no. don't no. get it. And we have a jar of it in our fridge every Christmas. Oh. And this is a delicacy, not for me, but <laughs> my husband loves it. Um, and, you know, he's finished. So um, if I could give it to him every day to eat, <laughs> and and yeah yeah and then I can have wow so you are going to ca- forego caffeine as opposed to the pickled herring I'd be so sick from the pickled herring I don't know I don't know how I I would give up the caffeine too although that would kill me as well but um but um I'm sorry sitting down with a whole jar of pickled herring every day is not gonna happen okay. All right, well, we have come to the end of this special New Year, New Things game of Word on the Nerd, this time with Melissa Allen, the head of the circulation department here at Peter White Public Library. Now comes the time when we find out what is on our guest nerd's mind this week. It's a little segment we call The Word. Melissa, what would you like to talk about today? Well, what's on my mind is, um, you know, the in winter, we are, mm-hmm. the holidays are over, it's yep. the new year, and I am recognizing that I have these cycles of the kind of reading that I seek out, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's been really interesting to, to, and it's probably not just me, I'm sure other people can identify with mm-hmm. this, is that I tend to look for the nonfiction this yeah. time of year, yeah. and in particular, the books that kind of help you understand the world mm-hmm. or understand yourself. Mm-hmm. So I, of course, you know, start when I was, when we scheduled the podcast, I was like, well, you know, what am I, what am I looking at these days? And um, I've been trying to get into these books that mm-hmm. um, I find really interesting. Um, there's a book um, called Burnout. Um, it's the Nagoski sisters, and they are brilliant women who wrote this book. 
um, about um, the stress cycle mm. and how we live in a world where it's like fight or flight all the time, but it's not how we're biologically made yeah. to have fight or flight because, you know, we accidentally had a typo in an email and that's what's causing our stress. Oh my gosh. <laughs> to, you know, because we're being chased by, you know, wild animals. And yeah. so yeah. How, like our biology is different from the reality of our current world mm -hmm. and how that's, um, it's very difficult mm -hmm. for us. And I've, I've listened to some of their, pod they've been on a lot of podcasts and, um, this book has just been really eye-opening um, in talking about um, completing the stress cycle. So mm -hmm. when something happens and you your cortisol kind of rushes, it's like the stress yeah. hormone, you don't do anything to kind of flush it out of your system. Right. Like we used to when we were running from the, the lion. flushed it out of the yeah. system. Yeah. You were running from mm -hmm. your life and that flushes it out of the system. Mm -hmm. Now it just kind of sits in our body. And it can cause a what lot do of they problems. say to do to finish the stress cycle? You've got to find something that works for you. Oh, and okay. Really recommend it, doesn't have to be you have to go run three miles, mm -hmm. or you know, you don't have, it doesn't have to be intense physical activity. It can be something as simple as um, going for a walk or doing something that's very physical, even like singing mm. is something. See, in my therapist, yes, I go to therapy. I'm the I am I am the. <laughs> product of thousands of hours of therapy sitting here before you and my therapist I mean she she's talked to me about this because I I like everybody else you know it's it's so strange like something happens and suddenly you feel that adrenaline yeah. and it might be something completely and totally stupid it's not life-threatening it's not anything like that and suddenly you're up here and you so and she so what she's taught me to do is when that when I feel that I have to sit back and like take deep breaths for like three to five minutes. Mm, it's so good for you. Yeah. yeah. That they talk about that in the book. Yeah. yeah. So and and literally what that does is it redirects your mind mm -hmm. and it it sort of makes you think, okay, um, there's not a dinosaur that's going to be coming up behind me and eating me. So yeah, right. I'm going to be okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like a, a physical reminder to your body. Mm -hmm. You can tell yourself I'm going to be okay. But you kind of got to get the, the physical part included. Yeah, too. And that's, exactly. That's what they recommend. And so, right. That's a really good thing yeah. in the new year to think about. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, I, and when I think about the bigger picture, I talk about this with my son a lot because he's full of questions right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. um, when you think about the bigger picture of humans, because he's asking, well, how long have humans been around? <laughs> so we've been looking at these timelines and it's like, well, hominids have really only been around for two million years. Yep. That's not that long. And when you think about the way the world was, you know, for the first, you know, all the way up until the Industrial Revolution mm -hmm. was very different. And yeah. we were farmers and more physical. We were the ones that were providing the energy exactly. to make things happen. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to tie this into another book that I've been looking <laughs> at. Um, this is a, a book um, that's called How the World Really Works. Mm -hmm. And I just started work, um, reading this one. And he goes into this idea of energy and mm -hmm. how energy happens. And, you know, again, going back to the timeline, just in the last few hundred years, this idea of energy has really, really changed. Mm -hmm. And so it, I guess for me, it, it helps me kind of understand like where we're at in this point in time. Yeah. yeah. And we're just a little blip mm -hmm. on this huge timeline. Yeah. And so my son and I like to kind of get our minds blown when we talk oh. about these things. Wow. 
How old is your son? He's going to be seven this week. Wow. Okay. All right. You know, this is something that my my 14-year-old's been doing to me since he was like four or five years old. He asked these questions. And suddenly I find myself in these very kind of adult <laughs> conversations with a young... And, you know, and it, it's kind of... Um, it stretches you. It does. It yeah. Does. It, it makes you slow down and think through like how am I going to explain this to you know a, a, a six-year-old brain and but he's very very intelligent and intuitive so um it, it's it's really um a little bit of a challenge as a parent yeah to say okay I've got to slow down and think about like how I'm going to frame this for my kids so mm -hmm. I don't make it overwhelming but also knowing like you know he's you can't you can't blow it off you can't blow smoke up his butt or anything no, about yeah. that no. Yeah, so I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm reading this, How the World Really Works, and it's like written by this professor from the University of Manitoba. And so my son's been asking me, will you read some of that to me before bed? Wow. So Baklav Smil um, is the bedtime book uh, writer. He goes, could you do a little bit and I'll help me fall asleep? And, but then he'll start asking more questions. So. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's, you know, I, I think this time of year, I just really like want to understand like mm -hmm. why I am the way I am and why the world is the way it is. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm all about the nonfiction. That's, and that's, that's great. I love nonfiction. In fact, I'm right now I'm reading this, um, this book because we, I just booked this author for uh, a read, uh, reading in March, but it's, um, it's a book, a novel in verse, yeah. call me Athena, um, a girl from Detroit. And it's by, um, this uh, poet, Colby Cedar Smith, but it's all based on her grandmother's and great grandmother's lives coming over from Greece yeah. into into Detroit. Oh, and so, oh well, I, you know what? I'll, I'll sit when I'm done with it. I'll yeah. let you read it. Dude, that's my family's similar story. It, it's so good, and and I mean, she really sort of. I mean, she she she's following her grandmother's life, but of course, she's fleshing out some of the things that she can't really know how what they felt and it's all in in poetry so it's it's right up my alley oh that sounds great <laughs> oh, yeah that sounds wonderful yeah all right all right well there you have it fellow library nerds you've just heard the word from melissa allen head of the circulation department at peter white public library and the word is nonfiction. And it's about having deep conversations with young children. <laughs> Sometimes like, it usually happens with me at like nine or 10 o'clock at night when my mind is shutting down. So um, but before I let you get out of the nerd hot seat, Melissa, you have to do one more thing. You have to share with listeners what you've been reading recently. And of course, you already have, but I'm sure that you have another one. So this is about a book that you think everyone should run out and pick up. Off the shelf. Melissa, what book would you recommend people read at the start of this new year? Well, because I'm all about balance. Okay. Um, I was really looking for something very fun and light mm -hmm. um, fiction. Okay. Because um, I, I get a little too heavy into this nonfiction. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, you know, it, I, we just started this newsletter um that's called Off the Shelf. Right. And it um, goes out to um, anyone who's interested in getting some book recommendations. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, I explored that because I got, I get it in my email mm -hmm. and it's so cool. So it will list some staff um, recommendations and then some tricks on how to find your next read. 
Okay. And so I want to give a shout out to the newsletter and please go on the website. And it's fantastic. Yeah, you it really is. Which newsletters you want to sign up mm-hmm. for. And that is one of them. And that's how I found um, this book that I'm reading, this fiction book. And uh, I went on to the catalog and you can peruse all of the, the new books mm-hmm. by category. So I'm just scrolling through and looking at what we've got out there. And I come across this title. None of this would have happened if Prince were alive. <laughs> and I thought, be still my heart. Okay, a Prince, a Prince fan here. A huge Prince fan. Yeah. You know, if Prince, he died in 2016. Gosh, has it been that long already? Yeah. Wow. And he was 57. Mm-hmm. He was so young. And that's the same year I became a mom. Oh, and so okay. it felt like very, you know, metaphorical, mm-hmm. you know, going through that whole process of becoming a parent. Um, and so when I grabbed this and I kind of read the, you know, the, the preview, it was um, it's about a mom um, who lives in Savannah and she's got two kids and two young kids. And there's a hurricane headed towards Savannah and mm-hmm. it's the course of two days of her life. Okay. And she's juggling all the mom things. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to be the good parent. She's working full time. There was just a lot of things that I identified with right. the character right mm-hmm. away. And um, then she finds out this, um, that her husband's having an affair. Oh boy. And, well, <laughs> then she decides, you know, she's got to um, vacate because there is a hurricane coming. Mm-hmm. So she gets her kids. She somehow gets in charge of the class um, guinea pig. Um, for the for the <laughs> evacuation, and there's like a teenager down the street who needs some help, so she kind of ends up on this road trip mm. with all of these things happening. Um, but I feel like her character is really relatable, especially for working moms. Okay, um, that you've got all the balls in the air and you're juggling, you're juggling, and yeah. she's basically like the hurricane is like kind of down on her list of things to worry about. <laughs> there's a lot there, it sounds like, <laughs> even though it's a hurricane, and so it's um, you know, I and it's chiclet. Is, mm-hmm. You know what the what it's happening. So I have to ask, what does Prince have to do okay. with this? So yeah, so she goes back and uh, she talks about the moment that she found out that Prince had died. Okay. And so she's you know having she's in the post office and she shares this moment with a complete stranger. Uh huh. And so I think it's you know the, this metaphorical like jumping off point um, because the hurricane comes six months later. Okay. So the book takes place six months later. So I think she sees that as just this like point in time because she's a huge Prince fan. Right. And that things kind of started to unravel for her. Okay. Since like that poignant. No, it's just one of those moments like we all have in our lives that we just remember like 9-11 or or Kennedy being assassinated or something like that for my parents' generation. So it's just that moment for her. Yeah, you know, an important moment that sticks out in your brain and you start to unpack everything that's happened. Wouldn't it be better if, you know, like most of our, most of events like that in our lives are always around some kind of tragedy. Wouldn't it be better if we remembered it as some kind of really wonderful thing that happened? Oh, isn't it strange? Our brains tend towards the negative. It's It's our human condition. It's it's very sad. You should talk to your son about that. (laughs) I'm sure he will. He'll probably put it into perspective for you. So, all right. Well, there you go. It is how the, no, it is this one. None of this would have happened if Prince were alive by Carolyn Prusa. Yep, this is her first novel. Oh, she is so lucky. No, I love it when when I hear that first novel and it's like on everybody's list and everybody's reading it. So, (laughs) all right. That is Melissa's recommendation of the book that you should pick up. Off the Shelf.
And we have come to the end of this week's episode of Library Nerds with Words. I want to thank Melissa Allen, the head of the Circulation Department at Peter White Public Library, for taking time out of her very busy schedule to visit me today. Um, Come back next week when I will be sitting down with Madeline Bitter, formerly of the reference desk at Peter White Public Library, and now our roving library nerd reporter. Until that time, everyone, stay nerdy. Thank you for listening to Library Nerds with Words, Peter White Public Library's weekly podcast, giving you the word on what's cool at the library. The theme for the podcast is Happy Clappy by John Bartman, used courtesy of Pixabay. This episode was written and produced by Martin Ackett's and sponsored by Peter White Public Library. Until next week, pick up a good book, listen to some good music, watch a good movie, attend a great event, and remember, library nerds are the coolest people around.